Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey folks, how's it going? Jovan Hutton Pulitzer here. Welcome to Cut the Crap. I know I hear it all the time that uh, crap is a crappy name for a show. I I absolutely guarantee you it's not a crappy program. Crap is only an acronym, right? An acronym that stands for Culture, Race, and American Politics. And what you need to understand in the United States of America when we mix culture, race, and American politics, it seems that everything, everything goes to hell in a handbasket. Now, in an earlier program, I was telling you about a situation in the state of Wisconsin where an individual accidentally stumbled, right, upon a break in the system. And what he did is he got together with a few friends and he says, hey, look, we need to expose this and we need to make sure that people know there is a break in our ballot system. Now, here's what it was. This fellow went to uh, the online ballot request portal in Michigan, excuse me, Wisconsin. And he basically requested ballots in the name of his friends. So if he knew the person's name and could look them up, he could actually request their ballot be sent to his home. Now, the site doesn't ask for any identification. Does it make you confirm who you are? It just, if you know information, you can punch it in, and then you can say, I want my ballot sent here. And there are no rules or restrictions regarding it. So what he did is he got together with a few friends. They agreed to do it, and they allowed him to go into the system and request the ballot in their name, and have them sent to his own address to see if it would actually happen. Not only did he start receiving ballots and prove there was a break in the system, but he decided to give the big screw you to the top two avoidant lawmakers in Wisconsin one of them, Mr. Boss, you know about, that has blocked everything in election integrity in Wisconsin. 
He's about to be booted out in a big way. But he requested ballots in their name, went into the system because he knew their name, typed it in, said, send it. And he received their ballots. Now, he was working with a local sheriff. He notified the whole time a local sheriff that, hey, I've discovered this. Something is wrong with the program. And I've discovered a leak here that you can go in and ask for somebody else's ballot and have it sent to you. And they don't require you to put in an ID. They don't even require you to submit anything to verify who you are. You can just have your somebody's ballot sent to wherever you want it. So the first thing I'm going to do in the first part of the program is, you know, we discussed when I shared this with you that I wonder if this has happened in other states. I wonder if this has gone on. Because it's such an obvious, simple hack. Because if you can get ballots sent to you that are actually registered to somebody else, and you're able to vote them, what can happen is you are illegally voting a legal ballot. Not an illegal ballot. It's actually a completely legal ballot. But this is a way to cast an illegal vote that's technically invisible. Now, the question I have, now that this has been been exposed, and I think Wisconsin's primary is seven days away. Seven days away. I wonder how many times, now that this has been discovered, that that system has been abused. Let me give you an example. Wisconsin is one of the states that is a member of what is called ERIC, the Electronic Registration Information Center. It's something that was created during the Obama era, funded by George Soros money, because they said, we don't have enough time to check the voter rolls, we're not very good at it. So all of our states, 35 of them to be exact, are sending their voter rolls, their social security rolls, and their driver's license bureau rolls to this company so they can make sure to find the dead individuals and find the individuals that have moved away. Now, the problem I have with this is Eric has a whopping four employees. You can look up their employees. None of them have a background in this. So where is your personal information going in these states? Why are your governors and secretary of states allowing this? And if you look at some of these states, I've been in Eric. Eric sends them a report of every month saying, hey, get rid of these people. Hey, do this. Hundreds and hundreds of reports. But when you read in the fine print, the state actually doesn't have to do anything with it. It's totally voluntary. So if the state's not using it and this questionable company is doing it, with no employees. First off, is your information being sent overseas? Probably. The next part is if they're identifying people that were dead or moved, aren't they identifying people that if they get a ballot, aren't going to come looking for their ballot? You bet your bippy. So this might be a very simple way under the guise of election integrity to 
basically find out who's not going to be voting. Oh, by the way, and then all of a sudden, just let the people know, okay, here's the ballot you can have sent to you. You get online with the people's information, you get the ballot sent to you, and you vote that damn ballot. You now have a legal ballot voted illegally. I am wondering how long, this gives me chills thinking about it, I am wondering how long this has been going on. Because this is a very crafty way that you can use the state's porous systems and not paying attention, or did they do it on purpose conveniently because they can disavow it? Well, we broke this story, and all hell has been breaking out all across the country as people are talking about it when we talked about this story. And I said, I wonder if other states are doing this. So when we come back in the next segment, I'm going to do two things. I'm going to give you the response that Wisconsin Election Commission, who failed miserably in Wisconsin, I'm going to give you their excuse and what they say, and then I'm going to gut you right here and now because I'm telling you, we've now discovered it's been going on in other states and it's worse than you can imagine and it's just such a simple hack, it makes me sick. Hang tight. I'll be right back right after this. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back. Get the hard-hitting truth. The left doesn't want you to hear the real truth Jovan Hutton Pulitzer has to tell you. You want common sense and facts, and that is what Jovan Hutton Pulitzer can provide. He is your warrior helping you fight the left. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. The morning after the 3 November 2020 presidential election, Americans woke up to the stark reality that our great nation was under a new type of attack. This attack didn't come with mortars or bullets, but was an assault on our sacred election process. Since then, Americans everywhere have had to ask themselves if they really believe that our election was true and fair. We are in a time of large-scale government corruption, and many have lost faith in our institutions. That's why we formed the America Project for you and for the nation. The America Project was formed by a group of fellow patriots who are building the most pro-freedom and pro-American network ever known. The America Project will connect you with organizations, churches, small businesses, and individuals to help you win for America. The America Project is about actions and results. Join our team today. God bless you and God bless America. You know, it's kind of hard of us to think about a grand cabal, right? It's like something out of a James Bond movie, right? Some evil guy waiting for his billion dollars, right? Well, suspend belief for a moment. And do you believe that sometimes people cheat? 
Think about it. Have you played cards or any games with your brothers and sisters? People cheat. It's just the way it is. So now let's peel that onion back and let's look at the voting system. For the first time in history, we have the most people ever that came out to vote. Or the most people, dead people, that voted. Whatever it is. But the most people ever came out to vote. Then you have the most ever spent in any election year. $14 billion was spent in 2020. And then you have the first time in history by many, many multiples, tons of ballots mailed out, dumped in the marketplace. Is it a lot easier for maybe hundreds or tens or even thousands of people to do a bunch of little things end up changing the big result? So sometimes don't think about it as this big grand cabal doing things. There's enough small people that do some of these bad things we're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut the crap. Here's Jovan. We're talking about a brand new, very simple hack that has been discovered that people can get a hold of other people's ballots. More importantly, let's just set real people aside. If, in fact, there are bogus voters in the system, and if, in fact, there is all this fat and fungibility in this bloat and float that they've worked into the system, anybody who knows what those IDs are can request those ballots temporarily sent to another address. This basically means that if somebody wants to run a sweatshop, open up those ballots, vote those votes the way they want, put them back in the envelope, scribble on them, and drop them back in the mail, it literally, it literally can change dynamically the outcome of an election. This is a horrible issue that was exposed in Wisconsin. Now, we talked about it on a different program, and it shows how incompetent the Wisconsin Election Commission is. These are the very people that don't want the people of Wisconsin, right, verifying the elections in a state that has so many problems with it, it's absolutely nuts. Well, they replied, of course, to this vulnerability. Here's what they say. Uh... (laughs) There is no indication of any vulnerability with the My Vote application. The idea that absentee ballot requests made online via My Vote are susceptible to fraud is false. My Vote web application requires a person to provide the same information he or she would provide if the person made the ballot request through traditional mail or email. My Vote does not make it any easier to commit voter fraud than requesting a ballot through other methods. Requesting or attempting to vote an absentee ballot in the name of another person has long been and continues to be a crime. Like, that matters. Anyway, under the law, the voter can request an absentee ballot for him or herself only. In some instances, an individual may be able to serve as an assister with explicit permission from a voter with a disability. 
People who intentionally misuse the MyVote application can be subject to severe criminal and civil penalties. It is illegal to provide false information or use another person's information to unlawfully request the ballot of someone else. Now, of course, you know, they're actually kind of passing the buck here in case you can tell. It goes on to say that claiming by committing a crime by submitting false information to obtain an absentee ballot somehow reveals a vulnerability of our system is inaccurate and irresponsible, said the administrator, Megan Wolf. What do you think she's going to say? Anyway, intentionally using someone else's identity to subvert the system does not demonstrate a flaw in my vote system, but rather a flaw with that person's conduct. A nefarious person who does choose to impersonate someone else in order to gain official documents of any kind, whether for election use or any other purpose, is clearly violating the state and federal law and can face consequences. And they go on to blah, 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 say they're going to prosecute. Now, here's the bottom line. This was an exposure of a very serious flaw in the system. What a lot of these states aren't talking about, just like Maricopa, it was just kind of lost on everybody. You don't forget that their entire voter rolls were hacked and stolen before the 2020 election. Well, that means they've got your name and all your information. They're also not checking the fact that, well, you got an outside company out there that has all of the voter information. You can imagine, along with your social security number, driver's license number, voter registration number, etc., They're supposed to be working, but they could be sitting there all day long identifying who's not going to vote, where the fat is. Arizona has hundreds of thousands of them. They could just be requesting ballots and having them sent to these sweatshops, and nobody would know the difference. Now, here's the breakthrough we get. This is because people activated and had the grit to find out what was going on. They discovered a hole in the system. But by discovering a hole in the system, we know how to plug the hole and audit the system. Let me give you an example. It's a process that at the county level actually has to be documented. So when somebody went on the server and changed it, that information's permanent. So you actually know, you actually know where the ballot was sent. I'm telling you, if a ballot was sent to a different address, start investigating there. I wonder how many they have in Wisconsin. Secondarily, this is the prime reason you have routers and Splunk logs. Does this sound familiar? Well, they'll know exactly where that request came from. So from an audit standpoint, this is actually a fantastic breakthrough because it just opened a brand new area of forensic audit that has to be requested, documented, etc. Now this was discovered a mere eight days before the Wisconsin primary. If it happened once, I guarantee you it happened a lot. This is a way to actually challenge that election. They intentionally create holes in the system. 
If you know and find it out, they say you're the criminal. No, guys, you created a porous system, and this is why the system is porous. This is probably the very easiest way to hide this fraud. Now, by the way, I want to let you know, they mentioned voter fraud. Voter fraud is crap. Every state will find one or two people that voted their parents' ballot that died, and they'll go ahead and prosecute them, slap them on the hand, boom. Unless you're a conservative, they're going to throw you under the jail. But they'll do that so they can say voter fraud is very little and we're prosecuting it. But what this is, is maladministration combined with malfeasance at the exact same time. Because this shouldn't happen. And if it was allowed to happen and and going on unchecked, this is another form of racketeering. All they did was they left the money, which is the ballots, they left the vault open. And if you knew the secret way to get them, you could request as many as you want. And that's what this guy did. He exposed it. He even got ballots in the officials' names so he can rub their noses in it. Now, they're probably going to try to make an example of this guy, just like they did of Tina Peters. She exposed it. Now they want to prosecute her. This is what we're going to have to stand up against. I said in my earlier broadcast, I wonder if it happens elsewhere. Unfortunately, we found out. Be right back. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. They use their media to assassinate real news. They use their schools to teach children that their president is another Hitler. They use their movie stars and singers and comedy shows and award shows to repeat their narrative over and over again. 
and then they use their ex-president to endorse the resistance, all to make them march, make them protest, make them scream racism and sexism and xenophobia and homophobia, to smash windows, burn cars, shut down interstates and airports, bully and terrorize the law-abiding, until the only option left is for the police to do their jobs and stop the madness. And when that happens, they'll use it as an excuse for their outrage. The only way we stop this, the only way we save our country and our freedom is to fight this violence of lies with the clenched fist of truth. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. No, you didn't vote. You thought you voted. All you did was mark a piece of paper with what you wanted to vote, but your vote didn't count then. If you don't know this information, how can you change what's going on? Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. You've lost family, you've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Just go to JovanHuttonPulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. If you were asked by someone to explain how did the computers rig votes, how did the numbers change, most people would never be able to much less explain it or even understand it. Your eyes just glaze over. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit JovanHuttonPulitzer.locals.com today. I guarantee you, you will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room. There were 242 operatives just in Georgia alone. And what they did is they loaded every one of these drop boxes. Here's where they got the ballot. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happening. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling him out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. I'm telling you, the corrupt politicians are going nuts that this has been exposed. This is a gift. We discovered it in a primary. We discovered it before the election. If it was discovered now, I guarantee you it was happening in 2020. So when I covered it the first time and I explained to you that this fellow did this and found out, I suggested that if it happened there, it probably happens in other states. And I wonder how long this has been going on. Well, today the announcement came out that a New York man was arrested after requesting and receiving hundreds of absentee ballots. Now, this guy had a little different hook to it. He was requesting them in the names of celebrities. Now, I think he made a fatal mistake, but he ended, and that's the only thing that ended up catching him. Uh, they say that a New York man has been arrested for obtaining more than 100 absentee ballots in the names of several prominent people without their permission over the last two years. 
means he's been doing it since 2020. His name is uh, Louis Koch, K-O-C-H, or Koch, however you want to say it. He's a registered Democrat. Uh, He was arrested using false information and identity theft after requesting several absentee ballots be delivered to his home. That's what's according to the criminal complaint, which you can look in the federal court. He said he requested the ballots' names in the names of several well-known politicians, journalists, and lawyers, and he said he did it because it kind of became a hobby for him, and he's been doing it for several years. Now, of course, the election bureau in New York says, we take ballot security very seriously. Are you kidding me? You can look up anybody's name and address on the internet these days, which means anybody can do this. Think about that. Anybody can do this, especially when you're not required to submit an ID, verify who you are. This is kind of the one, this is like a don't ask, don't tell. Anyway, New Yorker a ballot election board guy saying, we take ballot security very seriously and we're proud we uncovered a potential vulnerability and will continue to tighten up the process in order to ensure that security is paramount. Now, let me kind of bust that dude's bubble. He says, we're proud we discovered this. No, you didn't discover it. The dumbass who was doing this. (laughs) The dumbass who was doing this put in the election supervisor's name for New York City, requesting his ballot. And somebody there at the data processing thing goes, why do you need your ballot mailed to a different address? And he goes, what? That's how they discovered it. So don't tell me you're proud of crap, Jack, because it's been going on for two years and it was only this criminal's ignorance or maybe a bright idea of collecting in the name of politicians that it got discovered. Um, He has been requesting uh, for a long time. Uh, They know he had 95 in his possession when they uh, arrested him. None of them were voted because he actually kind of turned it into a hobby to have famous people's ballots, right? And But the bottom line here is more important than this dude. Even being a Democrat, he did all of us a favor. Now, I'm going to make you a little bit sick. Yeah, it's New York, and you can expect anything in New York. And now we know we got Wisconsin, but the problem is this guy ordered them from New York, California, Washington, D.C. as well. This might very well be a hole in every single state that's been focusing on mail-in ballots. He just wanted to see what he could do. He was systematically testing the system. Once he found out he could get politicians, he went after celebrities. And so, of course, he pops into Los Angeles. Then he goes, oh, well, if I'm getting local politicians, that work. Let's get some of the big boys in D.C. And he's getting their ballots. This is huge. Because you don't need to print extra ballots to rig an election. You don't need to do counterfeit ballots to rig an election. You can see that if you can request them online, get them sent to you to a safe house, your little safe house harvesting operation you sent up. May, hell, maybe it's at the, some of these 501c3 organizations. 
Maybe they're just sitting there opening ballots that were mailed to them. They can say, well, we didn't steal them. They were mailed to us. We don't know how we got them, right? Plausible deniability. And they just open up and vote them. And maybe those uh, dumbass ballot mules were just dropping them off all around the city for it. Maybe that's how they really did it. Maybe it's a lot more simpler hack than what all of us think. And the only reason this get got exposed is because the fellow who has did this requested the state official who was running for re-election on the board of election. He did it in that person's name and it just kind of flagged it because somebody says, well, why would you need this sent to a different address? We don't really know. Now, we know he's been released on a $250,000 bond. But this is so monumental. I am suggesting that starting right freaking now, we go back to every state, because that information will be there, and we find out how many ballots were requested to be mailed through special request to an address different than the one on the voter registration. What if we found out this was done millions of times? What if you find out in a city that it's 100,000? You wouldn't have 100,000 people that would arbitrarily temporarily just send me my ballot here this one time but you have tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands doing it because of this one nefarious and found it funny to collect one person who was basically penetration testing what most people do it's a known industry it's just like having a mystery shopper right expose this and you can only close this stuff when they're exposed But could you imagine in Wisconsin, what if they find out there's hundreds of thousands of these in 2020 that the people requested sending it to a separate address? Now, here's what's really interesting. This might be the gift that keeps on giving. And I'll tell you why from an auditing standpoint. I'm going to give you the forensic side of this. It's called linear thinking. But you have a perfected focus in this. And let me tell you why. Because somebody went into a system to request it, a web-based system. You're going to know where that request was originating from. That data will be there. So you're going to ultimately find out who made this request. And I'm telling you, if these requests came from a central location over and over and over again, you got a balloting harvesting operation going on be interesting to see if they say this is a crime you think they'll fight to hide the records the next thing is as you look through these and there's probably going to be tons of them that not only will you find out where they originate you'll find out where they sent them to those should be hotspot addresses to investigate as well next you're going to find out the files they requested because remember they requested somebody's ballot I want to know if any of those people walked in to vote and were told, sorry, we mailed you a mail-in ballot and it came back voted. Therefore, you have to vote provisionally and they kicked out the vote. 
That again proves the fraud over and over. But I'm telling you, I think statistically what we're going to find out is the people where they were doing this swap are not real people. And these guys know it's not real people, and they know it's where the fat is in the system. I submit to you, get a hold of those lists. We're going to find the fat, the bloat and float they've been hiding, and it was their efforts that make it identified. All of these records can be accessed. All of this information is there. We can find out who did it. We can find out if it was a mass effort or just a very concerted effort. We can find out if it was a centralized operation. We can find out if they have a centralized receiving place for these. We can find out who they did it to. They're probably bloat and float. And we can also purge the rolls from this. And then we can go find those voters who had their votes stolen because this was allowed to happen And the courts must acknowledge that standing. It is an incredible gift that we've been given here. It's an incredible gift that we must use wisely. See, folks, the bottom line here is, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, but expecting a different result. That's the clinical definition of insanity. Right now in the United States of America, why we created full forensic audits and finding out every way this is done and exposing it and finding out how to audit it. I just told you how to audit it. It's because if we keep on doing the same crap we've always done, we're never going to shut this down. This is not about any one thing. Yeah, it's great if you shut down Zuckerberg uh, drop boxes, right? But if you stop that one, it's not going to plug everything. I submit to you, let me tell you what I'm thinking here. I'm thinking that maybe one of the uses of these excess drop boxes is a way to keep the election crime, the voter crime, from becoming a federal crime. Let me tell you what I'm thinking here. See, stealing somebody's identity is one thing. Voting somebody's ballot is another thing. But when you take that perfected hack of a legal ballot and you vote it illegally, if you drop it in a mail receptacle, it immediately becomes a federal crime on top of every other crime, which is just a state crime. So I'm wondering, maybe one of the purposes in these bogus drop boxes that are funded out there that are not an official federalized box like the post office, I wonder if this is how they're giving cover to criminals 
to try to minimize this down and make it not a federal crime at the same time, because that'd be a bigger can of worms. My closing comments coming up right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter. Because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. Hey there, think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision, since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives is four dollars and 16 cents even worth being able to prove to your family friends and co-workers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist is four dollars and 16 cents worth spending on your education to fight this fight but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth so help us god and not get banned if you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. 
So folks, what you and I have just engaged in is a prime example of how my mind is trained. And the entire reason I came up with and created what became a full forensic audit, first one being ever done in history in Maricopa, was you have to be able to be able to see all of the breaks in the system, the dam, the links, the cracks, everything else, so we can plug them. This is where my 30 plus years prosecuting patents to fruition uses my gifts to be able to see the patterns to think offensively and defensively at the same time. So we just did it here organically, talking through this. And this is where we must go in this fight. Now, I'm going to tell you how we get our butts kicked in this fight. We can create brand new tools that can be deployed in audits or otherwise that can detect every bit of this. Okay? Every bit of this that can audit it, that can document it, that can create proof files. But at the same time, on the right, nobody really wants to create the tools to do what is next necessary to fight this fight, to plug these holes, and to plug them permanently. And that's where the left kicks our butt. They are organized. They are consistent. They create the right tools. They stay focused and they stay on the right mantra. I cannot tell you how often in this right-sided fight for conservatism, how many conservatives, they want it all done. They want to figure it out. They're just not willing to do what it takes to develop it. They're not doing what it takes to invest in the systems and processes to do it. Many will complain. Many will say, well, that's not fair. We got to do it. And aren't you a patriot? And you should do this because you're a patriot. Just because I know how to do it doesn't mean I can fund every one of these opportunities personally. We're already a million dollars in the hole because of it, but you can't fund every one of these. It takes a group of everybody participating together if, in fact, we really want to fix this. And there are so many remedies to this, but the question is, can conservatives get together and get their crap together to fight this permanently and not give up in the process do we have what it takes to outlast these rhinos do we have what it takes to fight this fight do we have what it takes for us to fight for a nation i could unleash phenomenal tools that can block every one of these, put us in the offensive position again, but sometimes the right just doesn't want to fight. The right doesn't want to invest in the systems and the needs that it takes. 
You have one state right now that should be doing all kinds of work uh, creating even better proof files so they can make the lawsuit sticks. But all you hear is, well, everybody's tired and, and we don't have the money for it. Why don't you do it? Will you do it? Aren't you a patriot? Will you do it? And people never think about what it takes to pull this off. And so I question many times on the right, are we willing to invest the time, people, funds, and manpower to make our system bulletproof? The GOP doesn't care about this. The GOP raised $300 million in the name of election integrity and didn't do anything for the audits. The only thing they did about the audit is authorize a GOP treasurer of PACs to offer Doug $2 million if he wouldn't use my findings because they know with my finding it's coming. And you can see it and you prove it. But it's not just that. I know everybody's worn out. I know everybody's worn out. But the bottom line is, that's their game. That is their game. To wear us out and wear us down. I find it really funny. You know, OAN, the conservative news network, was just booted from the cable system. The cable system that they're part of the revenue for the subscription, OAN would get $35 million a year. $35 million a year. They just booted OAN. OAN lost 20 million homes. Bang. Just like that. And will probably not survive. Do you want to know what they used for the reason doing it? I'm going to tell you this because it upsets me. An OAN reporter interviewed a conservative... And this conservative filed a lawsuit claiming, I heard the Dominion guy on a call. I was eavesdropping, and I know it was the Dominion guy, and they were planning the rig. And that person filed a lawsuit. Many of you know that person. Well, you can't prove anything on dropping in or hearsay. So now you have to go back full cycle, and here we come full cycle The excuse that the cable companies used was a reporter interviewed that guy who claimed, well, I heard it while I was listening on a phone call. And what did they say? It's not real. It's not true. And it's it's very true. You can't prove it. It's hearsay. There's no proof. And so you have to wonder, wow, was that even real? Because you have to question, the left does stuff all the time based on hearsay, but they never prove it. And all of a sudden, that one case being covered by a reporter, thinking it's real and repeating it, is what they used as the legal excuse to take OAN off the air. That stinks. And that is a problem why we need to tell them all to cut the crap. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? 
And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Cut the Crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Jovan Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Hey there. Think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is $4.16 even worth being able to prove to your family, friends, and coworkers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist? Is $4.16 worth spending on your education to fight this fight, but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth, so help us God, and not get banned? If you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Now, of course, you could use that money to buy one, well, say, iced coffee from your local Starbucks, or you could even feed yourself a box of frozen pretzels. Or that same $4.16 could be used to buy a small frozen Sara Lee pound cake. Now, of course, you could use that same $4.16 to feed your brain and to pound some sense into the leftists who are leaving our country in a mess. I hope you join me. Limited time offer, but you better hurry because it won't last long.